You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. button we gotta start again good morning and welcome to mission matters live a program focused on promoting a spirit of mission among the people of god in the archdiocese of chicago my name is megan mio coordinator in the mission office our engineers this morning are mike and javier You are listening to WNDZ 750 AM, and we hope you'll join us every third Thursday of the month from 8.30 to 9 AM. This month, we are lucky to have Father Mark Weber on the phone. He is a Divine Word missionary priest who was missioned in Ghana in his first years as a seminarian and young priest. He was then missioned to the Archdiocese of Chicago to work for justice, to form other young seminarians, and later to offer pastoral ministry. He was elected in 2005 and again in 2008 to be provincial of the Chicago province, which includes parts of Canada, the U.S., and the Caribbean. And from 2012 to 2018, he also traveled outside the Chicago area as the General Secretary for Formation and Education, to coordinate training and development of Divine Word missionaries around the world. And most recently, he is now forming future missionaries right here in Hyde Park. So welcome, Father Weber. Thank you so much. Good to be with you. (laughs) Thanks very much for joining us. Um, As I just introduced him, Father Weber's mission experiences are incredibly diverse. Uh, He knows our local area here as well as some of the global issues for um, Divine Word missionaries. So he's an excellent representative of the Divine Word missionary uh, community. And I'd like to make this early note that uh, these missionaries, both priests and brothers, are also sometimes referred to as SVDs. We may use that uh, acronym. It's quicker um, since this is an acronym for the Society of the Divine Word in Latin. So um, SVDs, the Society of the Divine Word, is the largest Catholic religious order in the world devoted to missionary work. Today, there are more than 6,000 priests and brothers serving in 84 countries. And I've asked Father Weber to join me today because as of October 2020, the Society of the Divine Word is celebrating 125 years since the first Divine Word brother arrived in North America. 
So this is the perfect time to highlight the missionary work of SVDs and how they impact our archdiocese as well. <clears throat> so, Father Weber, let's start by getting to know you just a little bit. Can you tell us uh, about your journey as an SVD and share some of your favorite memories? Sure. I mean, you kind of summarize what I've been doing in terms of assignments, and um, for the most part, they were not assignments that I asked for, but God blesses us anyway, <laughs> even even in uh, places and doing things we didn't necessarily choose. Yeah. I guess it might be a blessing of the vow of obedience sometimes, but... Right. Uh, you know, I've just been blessed with such, such a variety of experiences and uh, of places you know, that I could never have imagined I have gone to. Mm-hmm. And through it all, you know, I just see God blessing me with these wonderful confers, my brothers in the SVD, as well as wonderful people mm-hmm. uh, who formed me and shaped my life mm-hmm. and touched me with God's love. So... Uh, just a real sense of gratitude whenever I take the time and kind of look at where I've been. Um, I'd like to share one memory um, that kind of, uh, uh, I think I share a lot with the the younger guys coming up to show, you know, especially when you enter into another culture and live among another people, um, you have your ups and downs. When when I first went to, to Ghana, I was studying the Chui language, Twi, T-W-I. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fairly large language group in the south of Ghana. And, uh, you know, it, it, a lot of memorization and learning tones and things like that. Mm-hmm. But we would have classes in the morning and then, uh, you know, go out to the, the market or whatever and use what little Twi we learned in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I was going down the road and I met a man and in my my very best tweet, I greeted him, saying good morning to him, how are you, isn't it a nice day? And he just paused and looked at me, and then in English replied, I'm sorry, I didn't understand you, I don't know your English that well. (laughs) I mean, my tweet was so bad, he didn't even recognize it as tweet. So I tell that part, you know, it's so discouraging. But then, you know, maybe uh, a year later or sometime later, um, I was uh, giving a talk to a group of youth, and uh, they were all just kind of staring at me. So after a while, I turned to the catechist who was with me, and I said, they just don't understand anything I'm, I'm saying. They're just looking at me. And the catechist said, they're just staring at you because they can't believe you're speaking to me and they can understand. Okay. So it was one of those, oh, hallelujah moments. <laughs> oh, that's good news. <laughs> so, you know, I, I like to tell that story, especially to the guys in formation, because yeah. it's kind of the bookends, you know, the discouragement you feel at times, as well as uh, those moments when there's a real breakthrough in the culture and mm-hmm. and understanding. A connection, yeah. Yeah. And that takes time, too, I'm sure. Ah, uh, uh, time and effort, yeah. <laughs> An ongoing journey. Wow. Well, now, you know, we, we've heard about some of the things that you've, you've done over your career, but um, maybe we can get a general introduction to the Society of the Divine Word. I can't imagine anybody who hasn't heard of Divine Word missionaries, but... 
Um, can you tell us about the, the mission and the charism of the congregation? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, as our name, well, uh, as our common name, as Divine Word Missionaries suggests, mm-hmm. you know, first and foremost, we're missionaries, and mm-hmm. um, our primary goal in our Constitution states, you know, we want to go where the gospel is not well known or where uh, the church is not yet well established, and um, you know that's who we are primarily. But I think there are two aspects uh, of our charism today that are uh, really significant for us, and they just evolved in the last uh, two two decades in some way. The first is um, since the uh, 2000 general chapter of the society, mm-hmm. we've been describing how we do mission or the spirituality behind our missionary activity as prophetic dialogue. Mm-hmm. You know, that we engage wherever we go, we engage in dialogue with people of no faith, people seeking faith, mm-hmm. people of other cultures than our own. Mm-hmm. Um, and people who are poor or marginalized by the society around them. Mm-hmm. And we bring the gospel in, in the dialogue. That's the prophetic part, right. um, yep. to bring what, what we see as the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that's one thing I think that's really key to our charism today. Mm-hmm. And the other side is um, interculturality. Um, we've always been, uh, from the foundation time, you had, uh, when St. Arnold Jansen began the society in 1875, mm-hmm. um, already at that time you had uh, an Austrian and a German as among the first ones, and um, they don't necessarily get along all the time. <laughs> so they were multicultural from the beginning, but... Mm-hmm. In recent years, we've just appreciated that more and have been more intentional about moving from simply the fact of being guys from different countries and different cultures Mm -hmm. to really intentionally trying to uh, learn from one another, uh, engage with each other, Mm -hmm. appreciate and celebrate our different cultural backgrounds. and in so doing, we hope that, you know, we give witness to the fact that yeah. there's room for everybody in God's, God's kingdom. It's possible. <laughs> I was it's thinking, possible. You're exactly. showing that it's possible because I feel like we see so many examples of how it doesn't work. Right, um, right. But that here, right. this is a community of, of men who are very intentional, and they, they I'm sure you face challenges and, and difficulties and being intentionally intercultural. Oh, sure. It's not. Yeah. The, the key thing is, if you want to move beyond just being nice to each other, <laughs> you have to right. get into the, you have to put effort into it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so, yeah. and now just to clarify then, you've got um, members, priests and brothers from, who are originally from all over the world then, who have joined the congregation, the society. Right, right, right. And how we... Uh, how we kind of operate is at a time when uh, a young guy applies for 
acceptance into perpetual vows. Mm-hmm. He also applies where, uh, wherever in the world he would like to work, uh, what we call the first assignment. And so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, some uh, we join and fully immerse ourselves in whatever province uh, we are assigned to. So like the time I was in Ghana, I was a member of the Ghana province. I really okay. didn't have uh, any formal links to my home province here in the Chicago province. Yeah. Okay. Um, so um, <clears throat> and in making assignments, we intentionally tried to mix up <laughs> guys from different places working together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that that really encourages the um, that interculturality, that that necessity. You you have to interact, dialogue, um, in order to to live together. Um, well, it's time for our break now, but we'll be back to continue our discussion, and we'll get into some of the history of that 125 years of mission. Stay tuned. Catholic Charities staff members work every day to end poverty and homelessness. We do this on a one-to-one basis with anyone who asks for help. We also work with organizations who study these issues across our city, state, and nation. The Wilson Sheehan Lab for Economic Opportunities, or LEO, at the University of Notre Dame is one of these research centers. Through our partnership with LEO, Catholic Charities has gained valuable insights into scientific evaluation methods that determine the most effective interventions to help people avoid poverty and homelessness. Along with our experience and compassion, trusted research is helping Catholic Charities offer hope and so much more to anyone in need. For more information, visit catholiccharities.net. Hello, I'm Cardinal Blaise Supich. I got my COVID-19 vaccination and you should too. It took just a few seconds and was painless. The Food and Drug Administration determined the new vaccines are safe and effective. And the Holy See, as well as the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops has concluded getting the COVID-19 vaccine is an act of love of our neighbor and part of our moral responsibility for the common good. We have lived with the pandemic for many months and I know we're all getting tired of it. Vaccination is one of the most important ways you can protect your health and the lives of those you love and help bring the pandemic under control. When it is your turn, I urge you to be vaccinated. And remember to do your part by wearing a mask, washing your hands and watching your distance. Thank you and God bless you all. The Word Made Clear is exactly what its name implies. It's an easy-to-understand explanation of the Word of God, the Gospel. Hello, I'm Father James McElhone, Director of Biblical Formation for the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'd like to invite you to take our free online Bible study program, 
by going to thewordmadeclear.org. Our website offers an audio-based guide to the Gospels of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Listen to my lectures and follow along with the handouts provided. There are even discussion guides. You can also explore the biblical roots of the Mass. And there are links to a wide variety of biblical sources that will benefit both teachers and students of the Sacred Scriptures. Just go to wordmadeclear.org to experience our free online Bible study program. Again, it's free at wordmadeclear.org. It's the Word of God. Enjoy. Welcome back to Mission Matters Live. If you're just tuning in, I am Megan Mio coordinator for the mission office, and you're listening to WNDZ 750 AM. I have with me Father Mark Weber, Divine Word missionary priest and current rector of the Theologate, or Seminary for Divine Word Formation, in the Hyde Park neighborhood of Chicago. We are discussing, um, well, the first half of the show, we, we were sort of getting to know Father Weber and understanding a little more about the Society of the Divine Word. But uh, let's talk more about the reason for the show, which is 125-year anniversary of mission and ministry uh, of Divine Word Priests and Brothers in North America. Um, so, you know, Father Weber, can you kind of just give us an idea, you know, some, some of the highlights? How did it all begin in North America? And then can you bring us to, you know, somewhat to the present uh, in the work of Divine Word missionaries in Techni, Illinois? I can try. Uh, <laughs> Do your best. <laughs> uh, Brother Wendelin Meyer was the first SVD to come to North America. He was sent in 1895, I think, and uh, it was mainly to connect with German Catholic immigrants here and selling uh, German-language magazines that the SVD produced. Um, and they started out east and eventually got to the Midwest, where, of course, there were a lot of German Catholic immigrants in the Chicago area, and settled just north of Chicago in what was called Schirmerville at that time, um, and started a technical school for boys in 1901, which is how Techni got its name, kind of a shortening of the uh, technical school, and then um, eventually started the printing press there to do printing in English here in the States, and uh, opened the first seminary there at Techni in 1909. Um, Mm -hmm. And as early as, I think, 1905 or so, um, they saw the the situation of African Americans, especially in the South, Mm -hmm. and saw that as you know, these are people that we're called to to evangelize, to to minister to, mm-hmm. and I think in about that time, 1905, is when they first started in Vicksburg, uh, Mississippi, mm-hmm. and expanded from there to other parishes and, of course, parish schools, along with the Holy Spirit Missionary Sisters, mm-hmm. and um, started the first. Uh, seminary, particularly for African-American candidates in 1921 wow. uh, in Greenville. We kind of were run out of town there and moved to the uh, closer to the coast, 
the Gulf Coast of Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, um, which was the only seminary that accepted black candidates for many years. Um, yeah, that's early, so, 1920. Yeah. But at Techni itself, um, you know, the guys there, of course, helped in, in parishes around there. They had, like, retreat uh, programs, weekend retreats for uh, for men, and I think women, too. Um, and then here in Chicago, um, of course, you know, we're all involved in the the cause for uh, sainthood for Venerable Augustus Tolton. And, you know, he died at such a young age after having established St. Monica's Parish uh, for African-American Catholics here in Chicago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and for a while after he died, there, I think they tapped into neighboring pastors to kind of cover the sacramental needs of St. Monica's. But around 1915, already the SVD had the reputation of working with black Catholics in the South. So the archdiocese here asked them to step in. And so uh, different SVDs helped at St. Monica's from about 1915 on until it merged with St. Elizabeth's uh, into St. Elizabeth's around uh, 1925. And then we expanded from there. The SVDs took over St. Anselm's, where I served for some years um, in 1932. So, you know, we have pretty good connections to the Archdiocese here in those ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned uh, parish ministries and ministries with communities that, that you know, um, you know, had certain needs or, or you know, were not being tended to um, otherwise. And, I mean, I can see how Divine Word missionaries could see that, you know, this is mission territory. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're hungry for it. You know, this is where we want to be, um, wherever the need is. Um, and y- your own ministry at St. Anselm. Um, how, how, what are some of the other ways that Divine Word missionaries have uh, ministered right here in the Archdiocese of Chicago locally? Um, well, there was um, an outreach for many years uh, to uh, Hispanic Catholics, um, not based in a parish, not as taking over a parish, but uh, kind of having a team that help multiple parishes uh, do outreach to uh, uh, Latinx uh, Catholics. Mm -hmm. And uh, for many years, we were full members of the Eighth Day Center for Justice, which was a coalition of uh, mainly religious orders of men and women uh, working on both local and national and international justice issues. Um, And um, a number of our guys worked in the archdiocese and communications office and especially in ethnic uh, ministry offices over the years. And of course, we're a strong presence at Catholic Theological Union, a um, couple of our professors um, yeah. uh, right now, Steve Bevins and Roger Schrader, who actually wrote the book on the prophetic dialogue I <laughs> that, that I was that I was talking about earlier, yeah. um, which really became a yeah. kind of a global standard textbook for mission theology. Now, yeah, 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 and you mean that very literally? They wrote the book. <laughs> 
There's a book yeah, called Prophetic they, Dialogue yeah. where they lay well, it out. Well, they actually wrote a few of them. But, <laughs> and that's uh, not the only one, right. Yeah, yeah. both of them, I, I, I'll admit, I was a student at CTU, and, and Roger Schrader was my advisor for a time. He's amazing. Uh, yeah, and, and you're right. Those are That's the standard. That's 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 where we're, we're building from the, their shoulders. Um, yeah, right. They've had a, a big impact on people who've ministered, lay, religious, ordained, um, who now serve in the Archdiocese of Chicago. So yeah. that's, that's very big. And around um, the world. I mean, the book yeah. has been yeah. translated. I don't know how many different languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Not now, to uh, brag or anything, yeah. but <laughs> no, no, I am no. proud of my Hold brothers. Up. Hold up your best examples. Um, <laughs> that makes perfect yeah. sense to me. Well, and, and I, I will say, I know that there's our listeners are going to know, know of different SVDs uh, and different lines of work and different ways that they've come across um, folks, seminarians, as well as uh, priests and brothers. Uh, but not, let's not forget, <laughs> with our last few minutes uh, of our show, that the Society of the Divine Word is global. Um, so if you could just give us some some of the areas or situations where SVDs are proclaiming the gospel around the world, what are some of the global impact uh, that SVDs are having? Yeah, um, I don't know. How do you measure the impact of sharing the gospel? Yeah, um, hard to say. But, it, yeah, I mean, uh, the the biggest group of our active members around the world work in parish ministry, okay. um, probably 15-20% of the active members in Perpetual Vows. Okay. Um, and then after that is education. We do a lot of work in, in education in mm-hmm. some parts of the world, especially in Asia, and to some extent in South America. Um, but uh, otherwise affirming the rights and the dignities of, of minority peoples or indigenous peoples uh, in the Amazon, in Chile, Argentina, in New Zealand. Um, we have ministries for folks with HIV or AIDS uh, in Thailand and other places. Yeah. Um, our guys organize people to stand up to, like, the mining companies in Brazil and in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the issues and the context are are very diverse, yeah. and so kind of how the SVD responds in various situations uh, is diverse, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it is all about the dignity of, of the, those communities. Well, we've got just right. a minute left, and I want to make sure I get this question in, Father Weber. Um, I would like to know what you think the greatest gift that the Society of the Divine Word gives the Catholic Church right now. And we have just a little bit of time, so we'll have to be a brief answer. Okay, cut me off if you need to. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I, I think it's really what I was talking about before in terms of our interculturality. Yeah. You know, at this time, in this point in history, when there's just so much division yeah. and and uh, so much hatred, really, really? Um, yeah. if we if we do what we we try to do to some extent, um, to show that it is possible, young know, people of different cultural backgrounds, but also, um, you know, age and and theological background, whatever, Um, people who are different, which people who are diverse can come together, can work together for the common good, 
or in our case, uh, as Christians, for the kingdom of God, uh, hopefully we're a sign of hope uh, that it is possible. Right. Wow. Well, and and the the SVDs are many and wide ranging, and um, this is a sign of hope, and it, and ultimately a sign for the church as well that we that we can do it as well, uh, the whole Catholic Church. Yeah, we hope wow. so. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for joining us, Father Weber. I hope everyone now has a better appreciation for the way the Society of the Divine Word is present in our local and global church. And congratulations on 125 years. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, and if our listeners would like to learn more about the SVDs, go to divineword.org. You can also look for the Chicago province on Facebook and Twitter as well. Don't forget to tune in next month for more Mission Matters Live. Thank you for listening, and remember, always be on mission. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.